Is this live? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Yeah, okay. You got mind. What are you doing? Thank you, dummies. Amp Radio. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. I am joined, ladies and gentlemen, this evening by the usual cast of characters. Thank God. Um, before I bring them in, let me give you the breakdown of the fight cards uh, and where they'll be held. So UFC Fight Night 155 will be held July 13, 2019 in the Golden One Center in the SAC, Sacramento, California. And Bellator 224 will be held the day before, July 12, 2019, at the Windstar World Casino in the granddaddy of them all, Sackerville, Oklahoma. That's right. Uh, and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this event will take place on the Paramount Network and Dazzin. DJ Tony, let's go ahead and bring in that usual cast of characters, as I said, because I know the First Lady of Amp Radio has a few stories for us this evening, because, again... She was live and direct last weekend. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, after we get into these two cards and do a spotlight fight of the night, we will also get into a little Amp Radio Rewind and get a little story from Pammy from North Carolina. Cue her music, DJ Tony. Hey, hey, hey. The Sam Show is in full effect. Oh, my goodness. I am so, I I am still tired from my trip. Oh my no goodness! Doubt. You always are at this on a Thursday after a big red, white, oh. white night. You know what I decided? We all need to go together because it sucks that I'm the only one that goes to the fights. I so agree 100, Pammy. But uh, we need to go. That would be so much fun if we all went together. Yeah. Uh, all right, Pammy. <laughs> as I mentioned, <laughs> let's move right ahead onto the big boss man himself. That's right, the original B boy. It's Tony time, bitches. Hey, DJ! 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 DJ. Proteus? The Pam, Sam, and Angela. I can definitely get behind that. star of the show himself, <laughs> Marco Fumweco, brother. Marco Fumweco, brother. So much better. You see the flow there? It's so much better. Uh, I'm going to put a little bit of cold water on the getting together for a live event with Pam. Because of my eye condition, I don't go to live events anymore because I cannot see shit. So oh, uh, we can go to you. Yeah, we can go to him. <laughs> no, uh, the last event that I went to was, uh, uh, like I said, Anthony Perez, Rafael Dos Años, where my daughter was conceived, and I haven't been in a live event since. That was 2015. <laughs> Blasphemy! Let's talk to him. <laughs> Let's talk some MMA. That's exactly right, uh, Marco. Thank you very much. All right, so DJ Tony, let's go ahead and throw to the music. The women's bantamweight division we go. As Marco was mentioning, the main event, maybe not the people's main event, 
Jermaine Durandamy versus your girl, Aspen Lat. Number one versus number four in the bantamweight division. Marco, I'll give you the odds as they stand right now. Jermaine Durandamy at a a plus 150. And Aspen Ladd in the favorite position at a minus 170. Marco, what you got going on here in the main event? Uh, I don't like those odds. Those odds are more than experienced fighter. She is, whether you like it or not, the former featherweight champion. Uh, she has fought the who is who division. Yes, she can be a little bit uh, quirky sometimes, but, I mean, the, the girl is a legit freaking kickboxing champion. And uh, her granger is uh, not too shabby either. I mean, Aspen Light is good, don't get me wrong, but uh, experience-wise and uh, as a quality of fighter, I think if you're going to get some good money this weekend, Put it on Jermaine Durandamy. I like those socks uh, for her if you want to make some money. I'm going to pick Jermaine Durandamy on a unanimous decision, 49-46, because she's not really a knockout artist, but she knows how to outpoint people. So give me Jermaine Durandamy with the freaking uh, decision win. Um, Amy, okay. what you got going on here in the main event? You heard the odds. You heard what uh, Marco had to say. You know, we we all think that maybe Durandamy is the most talented fighter. You prove us wrong, yeah? I, you know what? I'm I'm down with those odds. Um, you know what? I, I just she's injury prone or says she's injury prone. Who keeps she keeps breaking her arm? Durandamy, um, you or say? She, yeah, yeah. Or says she keeps breaking her arm. Um, she has won eight of her last ten. Uh, although her last KO was in 2016, her last two wins have come by decision. She's a Muay Thai boxing, kickboxing person uh, that doesn't like to fight for a title. And we're looking at Aspen Lad, man. Little Aspen Lad, 24-5-6, 66-inch reach versus Jermaine, 71-inch reach. Man, please make weight, please make weight, please make weight. I am looking <laughs> at her. I mean, this little girl... Boxing, kickboxing, wrestling, and jiu-jitsu. She has five KOs, one sub, and two two decisions. I am pulling for this little girl to whoop some ass. And I am picking her by a KO. And this is a five-rounder. I am taking her. Give me a drum roll. You know what? I'm going with the second-round TKO. How about that? Alternative okay. facts. You said KO. What was- the last time the big man the runner was TKO was by Amanda Nunez, and that was in 2014. The last time, let me see. Yeah, that's, well, let me see. Her last loss was to Amanda Nunez, yeah, but. Marco is feisty Aspen, tonight. I tell you what. Yeah, he's feisty. That's all right. Well, I can get feisty. I just put uh, it up. Aspen, La- Aspen Ladd's <laughs> uh, last loss was uh, never. <laughs> Cindy Calvillo in 2014. Man. Oh, okay. my God. Well, we'll talk about that later. But you know what? Truthfully, that's right, I think I, you know, that's what's up. That's what's up with that. All right. So uh, Aspen Lad making weight, second yep. round, KO. And you keep referring to her as a, this little girl, but like you just said, you hope she makes well, weight. So she can't be that little. I said, no, I mean, like I said, 24 to me is like a little on. girl. You know. yeah, yeah, moving on. on. DJ Tony. It's a feisty show, and we're only 12 minutes in. What you got going on in the main event, brother? <laughs> you know what? I agree with both of them. So shout out to the feisty people. Here's the thing. Jermaine Durandamy, apparently she's 35 years old. Dude, she is the oldest 35-year-old I've seen in MMA. Right? Like, seriously, she is, like, old. 
there's going to be the former champions and, and title contenders. I tell you, Marco, Marco is on fire tonight. She, she's not good at beating, apparently, airplane flights and UFC doctors because she'll run from those. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing, though. Aspen Ladd is a very healthy 24-year-old. Wow. And by the way, it's not called <laughs> Sacramento. It, it's, called, it's, called, it's not called the sack, just sack. Aspen Ladd, guys, she's no joke. The problem is this is too fast, too soon. And we've said this all along. I thought she was going to lose to Evinger. She beat Tanya Evinger. I got to give it to Jermaine. Jermaine Durandamy just knows how to fight. I think she's going to take out Aspen Ladd in the second, maybe with a kick, mm-hmm. maybe with a punch. And Aspen Ladd is no joke, guys. She will be a champ one day, God, you know, fearing, of course, any injury. I'm taking Jermaine Durandamy. All right, guys. So I think. I think that Marco is is trying to uh, to prove the good points here. I mean, you know, Durandam, Jermaine Durandamy eight and three and O against, of course, Aspen Lad seven O and O. I think Marco, you're kind of correct here in this one. I think we we're kind of rushing Aspen Lad into something, but I think that she needs it. Okay, guys, I think this is the next logical step for a talent such as Aspen Lad, especially as we were just, uh, speaking earlier on before we, we went on the air, DJ Tony, that uh, this division is kind of light. Um, and maybe we've gotten rid of some of our stars uh, to you know for reasons that we shouldn't have uh, or possible stars. Anyways, I digress. Uh, you know, Jermaine has got the height and the reach advantage, as, as Pam said, and she's able to use that height and reach advantage against the uh, shorter, you know, probably faster – uh, looking to wrestle, probably Aspen Ladd, um, then I think she'll have success. And I do think that she'll have success, TJ Tony. Um, I don't think that she's going to get Aspen Ladd out of there quickly because I think Aspen Ladd is, like you guys said, young. And um, I won't say that saying, DJ Tony, don't try and you make me say it. Oh, my I God, think I that she's. The same thing. Right. Uh, sorry, I apologize. Yes. Um, she's young, but I think, again, like you said, Marco. Like you said, Marco, I think maybe we're maybe one fight too soon to move her up here, but I think logical choice. I'm going to take uh, Durandamy as well. Uh, I'm going to take her by um, probably fourth round um, TKO. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised we, if it happens faster either, guys. Go ahead, Marco. Can, can we agree that uh, because Amanda Nunes has obliterated every single one of his her competition, and they are hoping that she gets the rematch with Cyborg? to obliterate her again, that this is kind of sort of like staying in place to see who's going to be next for her when she decides to defend the 135 title again? Because that's I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I think maybe we'll get into that in the next segment, though, Marco, because um, we're going to talk about, um, you know, MMA Rewind. We're going to talk about all that stuff in the next segment. So just save that for a minute, Marco, and we'll get back to that, okay? No problem. Okay, so... Marco, let's start with you because I know that your spotlight fight of the night is going to be in this uh, UFC Fight Night 155. Can anybody else put their hands up if their spotlight fight of the night is on uh, this particular card? Pam, is this your spotlight fight of the night on this card Right as well? here. Yes, mine is. Mine is. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and get all three of you to give your spotlight fights of the night like we did the last time we did this uh, kind of action and because mine is on the Bellator card. So let's move to the spotlight fight of the night. Marco, uh, let's throw to you, brother. The true main event of this card, Uriah Fredo vs. Ricky Simon. I don't know why this is not the main event. I guess Uriah didn't want to have a fire rounder after uh, 
a, a two-year layoff. But, uh, yeah, since he's retired? Well, yeah, retired. You know, even the retirements, you have to believe it until they actually happen. Yeah. But, uh, you need the KO pillow. That's what you need for MMA <laughs> retirements. But oh my I, God. Do not, <laughs> I do not like this fight for Uriah Favor as much as I like the guy. I met him personally. He's the coolest guy ever. And uh, on his prime, he was one of the best freaking uh, uh, lighter weight fighters on the planet. Uh, two years out, man, and Ricky Simone is no joke. You know, it's, it's up and common. Uh, I know the sentimental guy on me wants uh, United Favor to win. I don't think he's going to get annihilated because he's very good even at, at 40 years old. But his priorities are not on fighting, man. I mean, he's a family man now. He got all his other side business. And it's like two-year layoff, man. I mean, it's a lot of things that are, are on the mental side are going against Uriah. He's going to make a good shot of himself, but I think he's losing a, a close decision to Ricky Simone's 29-28. 29-28. I got you, Marco. Okay, Pammy, your spotlight fight of the night is also on this card, UFC Fight Night 155, so why don't you go ahead and give us to that now. Us that now. Of course. For Marvin Vittori. Um, keep in mind that uh, yeah, Marvin Vittori went to split decision loss to uh, Desanya, um, and he also went to a draw with one of the OVs. So he's, I'm, I'm digging on him. Um, well, he's easy on the eyes, too. But um, I think it's gonna be, you know what? I think it's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, Marvin has two KOs and saw three, eight subs, four subs, two decisions, six decisions. Marvin Vittori with the second round submission for me, please. Okay, Vittori. Second round, sorry, one more submission. All right, so DJ Tony's uh, spotlight (laughs) part of the night. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I was just trying to roll with it. You had to call me out anyways. So DJ Tony and my uh, spotlight fights of the night are on the Bellator card. So we will go ahead and roll on to that right now. DJ Tony, cue the music. Don't cue the music. To the women's featherweight division we go. Uh, Julia Budd versus Olga Rubin. I don't know anything about Olga, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but I I did think it was important to give Julia Budd her due daps on this one. So let's go ahead and throw to it and give you guys the records here. Uh, Julia Budd, of course, the champion at 12-2, hailing from the homeland of Canada uh, against Olga Rubin, 6-0. I mean, maybe we're feeding the... uh, the lamb to the lion here, ladies and gentlemen. Let me go ahead and give you the odds, Pammy, before we throw to you. Julia Budd at a minus 335 and Olga Rubin at a plus 275. Pammy, what you got going on here in the main event of Bellator 224? Hey, did you all see Jurassic Park when they took that little goat and they fed it to the T-Rex? <laughs> uh, Julia Budd, second round TKO. <laughs> We we did that, that bid. Was... Uh, we did that. Remember with uh, when uh, Leslie Smith? We stole that from Fighter and a Kid when Leslie Smith fought um, Cyborg. We did that bit. Oh, you did. Yeah, we did do that bit. But that's okay. It's oh, well. good to be reconditioned. It was still funny. I still laughed, didn't I? Yeah. I thought it well, was good. Funny now. I, now I that see... I know, it was like. Well, you, Tony has to you, ruin everybody's. All right, DJ Tony, uh, see you. What you got going on here in the main event, brother? One thing you guys don't know about Olga Rubin, guys, 
Her nickname One is thing? Big Bad Olga Rubin. So wow. she's not like seriously, she's not a bad fighter. And I think we've given way too many too much credit. I like Julia Budd, but and I like her husband, but. Julia Budd, guys, we're forgetting this because I was on the Julia bandwagon train before she even got close to sniffing a title because she was, of course, in Strike Force, Good kickboxer, but just a flawed game all across. I like the Jewel. The one thing about the Jewel is she is, guys, a kickboxer first and foremost. That's what she does. So to bring her into the MMA game, and listen, we're not taking the losses against Amanda Nunes or Ronda Rousey, right? And keep in mind, she did beat a young, and I mean, when Jermaine Durandamy was 46, she did beat a, a young Jermaine Durandamy. <laughs> I got nothing, really? Right. Um, and, keep, and keep in mind, she did beat a very aging Marlouz Kunin, because Marlouz Kunin is a really good fighter, guys. The problem is she's going up against – exactly. And, and I do think – Somehow, some way that, that th- this fight is supposed to be an easy fight for Julia Budd in, in uh, Rick Chow's um, toolbox, who's a mal- matchmaker for Bellator. Problem is she's going to lose, dude. So I'm not joking. Okay. So she's going to lose. Bellator has a knack of putting unknown fighters into places where they shouldn't be. Olga Rubin will defeat uh, Julia mm-hmm. Budd, and I think she's going to defeat her in uh, – you know what? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say she's gonna <laughs> defeat her via ground and pound. How about that? GMP, yeah. Do you want to give us a round at all? Yeah, let's go uh, third round. Um, okay. Ground and pound. Third round. Third Not round TKO by ground and pound. Got it. <laughs> okay. All right. I think. As, as much as you want to tout the Israeli fighter, uh, and I'm sure she's hard as nails, um, I don't have any reason to to bet against Julia Budd right now. Like you said, you know, the, the two losses were to um, two of probably top fighters um, uh, in the division in probably uh, this generation of fighters. So I don't, I can't hold that against her. And she's looked great um, defending this title. So I'm going to take Julia Budd. Um, I'm going to take her uh, by decision. However, though, I do think that this this uh, Olga Rubin, what did you call her? The uh, Big Bad Rubin or something like that? Big Bad Rubin. There you go. Like a I'll, Rubin. I'll, I'll take what? that with the side. Right. Yeah, I'll take I'll, that with exactly, the side of the football. Side of... <laughs> <laughs> Good. We all thought of that joke all at the same time. Thank you very much for anti-Semitism. Right, guys? No, I'm just joking. Um, Marco... Why don't you go ahead and and give us <laughs> give us your thoughts on this fight, brother? What do you got in the main event? Man, the neo-Nazis will be proud of you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Junior Board has only lost to Ronda Rousey, who was the trailblazing freaking best 135er of all time until she met Amanda Nunes, who is the greatest freaking female fighter ever. Nobody Long else time, had yeah. her. Yeah. Nobody else had Julia but I mean, she beat the former featherweight champion, Jamanda Randami. Uh, dude, uh, Julia Bud is really freaking good. And it took two of the best fighters ever to have the losses on her record. Otherwise, she'll be undefeated. I don't even yeah. know who the fuck this Elga, whatever, her, who the fuck this oh, okay. name is. 
Olga, Elga, Ilga, doesn't matter. She's going to get destroyed. She doesn't <laughs> like a man. She's going to get a school. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a striking clinic, and uh, Julia Bond is going to retain her title. Uh, I'm going to okay. give this Elga chip because I don't really know who she is. The benefit of the doubt, I guess she's tough because her toughness is going to go against her, and she's going to just get pounded for five rounds on a, a straight. 50-45, United was a zero for Julia Bud. Right. Don't be scared, homie. 50-45, got it. Hey, did Tony ever get your uh, spotlight fight of the night? No, we're about to do our spotlight fight of the night right now. Uh, Marco, why don't you go ahead and throw it to our spotlight fight of the night? Uh, mine? I already gave it to you. I said, why don't you go ahead and throw to our, because DJ Tony and my spotlight fight of the night are on this card. Come on, keep up with the show, Marco. Goodness gracious. I was confused there, too, for a minute. We're going to do the spoiler fight of the night for the Bellator card that is on that zone, Paramount, and whatever the hell, you cannot find it because they never give it to you at the right time and they don't give you the main event. So go ahead, Florios. Give me your spotlight fight of the night. Cue that music, DJ Tony. See, you're right on. You're right on it, DJ Tony. All right, I'm going to go first on this one because we know where you're going. I'll give you time to cue the music. I'm going Rafael Calvalio versus Shindy Injikawani. Um, I, I, I like Injikawani very much. I think he's a very talented fighter. But I'm going to take uh, Cavalio on this one. Carvalho. Um, I, I just think that he's got more tools. I know Injikawani is, you know, very tricky on the feet, but I think Cavalio is going to be able to get to that chin. I'm going to go ahead and go second round uh, TKO DJ Tony. What do you got going on in your spotlight party tonight, brother? Well, there will definitely be no cueing of the music as Pam likes to joke around about this one, but you know, there's a, a Bay Area jewel, and her name is Leslie Smith. She was out of commission for quite some time, and it's a travesty. She's now with Bellator. Thank God for uh, Scott Coker. So my spotlight fight will be Leslie Smith, former, of course, UFC gatekeeper. She will go up against Sinead Cavanaugh. That's a good fight, guys. That's going to be a nice a boxing match, uh, reminiscent of Leslie Smith versus um, Irene Aldana. So Leslie Smith, the uh, hard-fought decision over Sinead Kavanaugh. All right. I got a question. Swipe right, Leslie Smith. Is Leslie Smith going to try to unionize the people at the fighters at Bellator? Uh, you already there. used this joke, brother. You already used this joke two, no, two shows ago. It's not even a joke. I'm, I'm being serious. Okay. Is she going to try to unionize the, <laughs> the Bellator fighters? Because it will only be there. Is there any point? Is there any point? Not really. Honestly? No, not okay, really. Let's move on. Marco. Yes. MMA sir. rewind, please. Oh. Rewind. Yes indeed, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Before we get into rewinding, let's go ahead and give you guys the results from last week. I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know why you guys keep making me win, but you always just keep oh, making me god. win. Oh my god. So let's go through it one by one. Marco chose John Jones. You get a point for that. Pammy, you took Santos. Mm-hmm. Sorry about your luck. DJ Tony, you took Jones as well. And Proteus happened to also take Jones and take him by decision. 
Badoom boom. Let's move on to the next fight. Pammy, you knocked this one out of the park. Pammy, you got Nunes by first uh, Nunez by first round uh, TKO KO. We gave you three points for that one. Excellent work. Yeah. Uh, DJ Tony, you took you took home by decision. Proteus also took home. Doesn't matter. You're right. Marco, you took Hold Nunes on, wait as well. a second, Proteus. I'm sorry to interrupt. Guys, rewind the tape. Did I or did I not say, and yes, I was hedging, did I or did I not say, in real life, Nunez is going to knock her out in the second round. In my fantasy pick, Holmes going to win via decision. So I actually you, had it right. To, it, do, it, do, no, 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 I, you didn't. Because you took home by, do you want me to show you, do you want me to send you a picture? <laughs> Don't. I'll send the facts here. Revision of history. You do home by decision, buddy. Yeah, okay. I did. I did. I, have, I did. I have. I have down. I have Nunez down, and then I crossed it out because you went home. So don't start with this. Probably just takes good notes. <laughs> 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 Thank you, DJ Tony. I also took home. Uh, that was obviously incorrect because obviously Nunez. Uh, Holly, Holly Holmes, Holly Holmes, but we'll get into that. Marco, of course, you took Nunez as well, but you took her by decision, so you get one point for that. Um, DJ Tony, let's move on to the next fight. Uh, DJ Tony, you took Masvidal. Uh, you get a point for that. Uh, you had second round TKO, not so much. Uh, Proteus also took Masvidal by first round TKO, so I get that as well because it's TKO. KO. That's right. Marco, you took Askren. Good luck on that one. Uh, Pam, you took Masvidal, but you also took him by second round TKO, so one point there. Y'all took Rockhold, and I took Blockowitz, mm. and I also got second round TKO. Oh, hey, I let do. me tell you something real quick. Uh, Sam did yes. a parlay. She won uh, 300. Oh, I thought you were going like, to go somewhere like else. And I apologize. Oh, no, no. She won like 300 and some dollars off of the uh, Luke Rockhold and um, Masvidal with her uh, parlay. Isn't that cool? That's perfect. Yeah, is that why she was wearing the sunglasses on the way home, sweetheart? Oh, no. She was so, mm -mm. That girl was through. Extra $300, right? At the airport? (laughs) At, like, midnight? Big John. Big John. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm trying to be, like, cool, you know. And finally, I just went up and said, Mr. McCarthy. I said, can I take a picture? He's like, oh, hell, yeah. Absolutely. And so we yep. stand up, and he's about 10 feet taller than me. And his wife yeah. says, um, well, do you want me to take it for you? And I told her, I said, well, I have this method to my madness. I said, I have to look up. I said, because if I look straight at you, I said, I look super Asian, and I have no eyes. So he actually <laughs> squatted down so he could be, like, you know, closer you to me. But what a nice guy. Everybody that I met this week was super nice and super freaking tall. Well, yeah. You did run into a few tall people this weekend. But, all right, let's shift gears a bit, ladies and gentlemen, and get into this rewind, as uh, Marco said. Before before we do the rewind, Saguzzi, you didn't make a step, and it's true. What happened? Stupid! Saguzzi, you didn't make a step, and it's true. Oh, I know. Well, shoot. You know who um, I ran into? Uh, Johnny Walker. That dude is 6'6". I was just going to say, Johnny, when you met Johnny Walker, yeah, that's enough. I mean, 6'6". Six, six. I mean, oh, he's 6'6". Six, six. Not... <laughs> All right, let's get into it, guys, because we're running out of time. And, Mar- and, and DJ Tony wants us to move on. Exactly. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's recap the main event, of course, of uh, 
uh, a UFC 239, which was uh, John Jones versus uh, Thiago Santos. And Marco, I think I'm going to start with you because you and I both kind of had the same um, kind of breakdown of this fight. And so let's go ahead and throw it to you. And what did you think of this fight, man? Because it, it seemed to go um, the way we thought it was going to go until Santos uh, blew out his whole fucking shit. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. So, so well, uh, let, let's start by saying that uh, I I scored for John. I get John the, the second set of four, but I would not have been surprised if this fight went the other way around. It was so super close. Santos got half four days. But uh, it's like the, the thing about John Jones is he played down to his opposition. I mean, everybody talk about the OSP fight and sure. maybe the, uh, the Anthony Smith fight because he chose up for the fight that he has to show up. And seven months ago, he destroyed Gustafson. And, and everybody was like, I know how good John Jones looked seven months ago. You know? And even on the Anthony Smith fight, he didn't finish Anthony Smith because Anthony Smith is super tough. But he looked pretty fucking good, too. On this one, he just, he was, like, bored, or, like, he didn't want to engage. He won the fight. But the more damaging blows were by a guy that literally tore his ACL, PCL, meniscus, and everything else with CL on his knee. He's probably going to be out for a year now on Riyadh uh, on Thiago Santos. And uh, kudos to Thiago Santos for fighting with a knee that is worth shit right now. He might not even be the safe fighter anymore the way he tore his knee up. Uh, and actually, we also dodged a bullet because if Santos would have won the fight, he wouldn't have been able to freaking defend it for a year or more. Man. It's just the reality of it. Either he wouldn't, they would have had to do an interim championship or he would have had to back it because he really tore his whole... His, his knee is garbage right now. It's basically what's going to happen with all the reconstruction that I have to do on it. But... The guy is so super tough, he fought on one leg, and he almost won the fight. John Jones is still a super smart fighter. He was very defensive, and uh, he won the fight, fair and square. But he let it be too close to, for comfort. And uh, hopefully they give him a fight next time that he's going to show up, and uh, he's going to hold us how great he is. I mean, you cannot harp on the fact that he, technically speaking, the guy is flawless. Defensively speaking... He, he got touched, but he didn't get rocked. He never got in trouble. But uh, the, the thing that frustrated me about the fact is he was playing with his foot, knowing that Thiago Santos was freaking on one leg, man. And he still almost let it slip out of his fingers. So probably, probably lesson learned. And hopefully we don't see something like this again. But who knows with John Jones, man? Yeah. Um, Pammy, um, let's throw mm-hmm. you because you were there live in the building, and we're swiftly running out of time, so we, we're probably going to have to do lightning round for the other two fights on this card. Like, we'll get to the co-main event, but I think we're going to have to do lightning round for uh, the, the last two fights. So, Pammy, what, do you, what were your thoughts? Since again, you were in the building, and and we saw on TV that the crowd wasn't super into it. What, how, what were you feeling? Well, this is what I think, and if you look at it, I mean, think about the OSP fight. Um, this is, I think, one of the times that he fought clean. And, um, yeah, but the you people know, didn't come up, did they? Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I wonder, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. He won. But, uh, man, Thiago Alves, or Thiago Santos, man, what heart. I mean, what heart. It was Either one. Crazy, I mean, whichever crazy, crazy. one you want. Yeah, Thiago. And you know what? He's a former paratrooper, so who was? 
That's what cool. I got to say. Yep. Cool. Not okay, uh, DJ Tony, let's, let's <laughs> throw to you quickly to on this one. Who, uh, yeah, we all said hooah. We're down. We're down. Hooah. One more time. Ready? One, two, three. Hooah. Hooah. Okay, hooah. DJ Tony, what do you got going on here? Hooah. What were your thoughts? There it is. You, you, you know what? Uh, I wish you got to listen to me a little bit more because I, do, I did say that John Jones is a front runner, right? When he's engaged, he actually looks like he wants to fight. When he's not engaged, he, he'll just coast. You know what? Realistically speaking, guys, like, like Marco said, he was fighting smart. He's just, he's just not into getting his – I think he wants to stay perfect and not lose, and I think he fights that way. But um, listen, the better fighter won, guys. Say what you want to say. A lot of heart for Santos. Um, the better fighter won. I have a few things to say because I knew this is where the conversation was going to go. Listen, we've had this conversation many times about other champions. GSP for one, Jose Aldo for two, Anderson Silva for three. When people get to this kind of level, yes, they fight certain kinds of fights. They want to keep that fucking money coming in. We know that the pay isn't good if you're not the champion. Secondly, I have to say I thought if Diego uh, Santos did not blow his whole shit out, Marco, I think he wins this fight. I think he continues to fucking beat the skinny legs of John Jones up and just beat those legs up. He was, yeah, if he didn't blow out his knee in the first round, Marco, I think he goes to town on John Jones' legs and gets to his chin by the fourth and knocks that crazy fool out. I, I mean, yeah, John Jones was able to keep Tiago Santos off of him because he had a catastrophic injury. And thank God Tiago Santos is as tough as he is. Because he made that thing last more rounds than it needed to. John, um, I think John Jones is nearing the end of his greatness, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to announce it right now. I think that two fights ago, as I said last week's show, I said Tiago Santos seems to have the the answer for John Jones. And other than him blowing out his knee, and not only did he blow out his knee, Marco, like you said, he blew out the the muscles and all of the tendons around his knee. Yeah. yeah, maybe he didn't do I, that in the first round, but maybe you. he because yeah, that maybe because he went the whole other four rounds with one fucking leg. That's why his his injury is so great. Um, kudos to Tiago Santos. Kudos to John Jones. Uh, that PR game was strong at the post fight press conference. Uh, let's move right along though, because we need to get another fight in. I know Pamela has a lot to say about her fellow countrymen. Who all? Not only did she defend one of her two fuck titles, but she almost also got a performance of the night bonus in the women's bantamweight division. Uh, Pammy, as I said earlier on, you know, I thought that Holly Holm was going to Holly Holm uh, Amanda Nune, mm-hmm. Nunez, but ha- Amanda Nunez, Holly Holmed, Holly Holm. What you got? You know what, Amanda is, you know, like I've told you guys before, she just keeps getting better and better and better. And you know who keeps getting saltier and saltier and saltier? Alpha Cat Singano. Nope, Cat Singano. I mean, throw in shade. And you know what, Amanda? I mean, she's there's no stopping her. She's unstoppable right now. And bless her heart, I was so happy when she won. I have well, you know me. I've been an Amanda fan since forever. And you know, good or bad, indifferent, whatever. And maybe now Dana will start marketing her the way she needs to be marketed. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, dummies. 
Did you see right. that, Good that, for her. that picture I'm of so her in the shower with the two belts? Did you see that? Yeah, that was I mean, cool. her girlfriend's got that promotion game down on down pack. Right? Right? Yeah, I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. Okay, DJ Tony, you heard the I'm news here. Uh, exactly. Uh, Amanda Nunez, you know, goes out there in Holly Holmes, Holly Holm, and, you know, Pam brought it up. I mean, we got a two-time champ here. We got uh, a two-division champ. We got Amanda Nunez killer. knocking out. Yeah, maybe the greatest fighter of all time in, in a, a weight division above the bantamweight division, the mythical 145-pound division. What do you got, DJ Tony? Were you impressed here or what? I think you have to be impressed after after a certain amount of time. Even, I think, all the naysayers, doubters. Listen, I don't think I, – I hate when people throw the greatest of all time because it's thrown after every single week, ever, after every single card. Someone is now the greatest of all time. That talk always gets thrown around. But realistically, Amanda Nunes has beaten everyone put in her path since she's been on this run. you got to give it up to her. Okay, Marco. So uh, you heard what DJ Tony had to say there. And I think that maybe we have to take Amanda Nunes in a different light here because, yes, there is the greatest of all time coming out every week. But I think Amanda Nunes has kind of gotten to the point where we can kind of call her at this particular point in time in this generation of fighter, DJ Tony, I think we can go and, 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 and brand it like that because I think the next generation of fighter is going to be much better. So in this generation, uh, you know, from Ronda Rousey to now, I think she's the, the greatest fighter of all time, women's fighter of all time. Marco? So look, it's undeniable. Okay, Marco, Julia Bott, the, the actual Bellator featherweight champion, Jemenda Randomly, former featherweight champion, Chris Cyborg, that for the longest time was considered the most freaking fearsome women, women featherweight champion ever. And, you know, and everybody's freaking booked she was the greatest, and she destroyed her in 58 seconds. Ronda Rousey, freaking uh, Holy Holm, Misha Tate. Mind you, the last four fights against Rousey, Holm, Tate, and Cyborg, all in the first round. All finishes yeah. in the first round. The girl... Is getting better That's going to count for something. Yeah. As we speak, and, uh, is Katsingano have a rematch with Amanda Nunes right now? Katsingano will get destroyed. You know, I mean, kudos to her for beating her, like, uh, all those years ago. But it's a completely different fighter right now. I think that what we have to take into account, Marco, is how surprised Holly Holm was uh, to be kicked in the face in the first round. Uh, the look on her face when she got kicked in the head was like, oh, shit, where did that come from? I was not expecting that. So, so kudos to Amanda Nunez. Yeah, her surprise was Chris Cyborg when she got knocked down. Her surprise exactly. was Yeah. Her surprise was Amanda yep. uh, when she got her face all broken. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah, I agree. She seems to uh, be a chameleon and just do whatever she needs to do to get the win against very talented fighters. Okay, guys, let's move on to the next to the lightning round we go, DJ Tony, uh, to the next two performances of the night. And I'm just going to call these two uh, wins right now the most satisfying wins on the card for me in particular. Um, there is nothing better. I'll go first. There's nothing better than seeing two people who run their mouths get absolutely annihilated. Um, so Jorge Montevideo goes ahead and gets himself a three-piece in a soda and then gets the fastest KO in the UFC. Uh, kudos to him. Um, great win. Uh, he needs to be uh, in a title shot. I said that in the previous uh, show. Dana White, don't stall. 
get him into an interim fight for I don't care. Uh, Usman's injured. Go fuck himself. There needs to be an interim title here because if you if you threw interim titles in in any other division, you need to throw one in right now because Jorge Masvidal is on fire. Tammy, go. Lightning round. Oh my God! It's, it's, I feel bad for people who blink because that was freaking insane, in fucking insane, insane. Marco. And Marco, oh my God! I can't round. even. The street Jesus Jorge Masvidal. He became a superstar this weekend, dude. And uh, he wasn't a tribute to the He was a whole MGM buffet. Nice one. DJ Tony, lightning round. Jorge Masvidal, Ben Askren. I'm giving my lightning round to Pam because she was there, so I'm curious to see what the reaction was there. Yes, please. Pam, well, give well, us the reaction. Was good. It was like quiet, and then, oh, you know, because everybody's like, what the fuck? What? And then it was, it was like, like reality. Like it, how long did the energy weird. take to calm down in the in the arena? Because I've been there before when big things happen. It stayed crazy. It stayed crazy after. I mean, everybody talked about it afterwards. Yeah. And you're out, you know, at the bars or at the clubs, and people were still talking about it. It was just crazy. You're on Twitter, and everybody's still talking about it. Okay. This is and then good. and then Amanda right after that too. I mean, you guys had a great night of live entertainment. This is oh, good. Fun. We had a good time. How good to see one. Marco. It's how good the scene was, you know, the fight lasted only five seconds. But, you know, usually uh, you, don't, you don't get these highlights on, on ESPN uh, because of the pay-per-view. They don't allow it for the licensing. They show it all night on ESPN, and then it made the Thunder one top of the top ten that night. They showed the whole fight, the whole five seconds. And it, it, Dan Lavatar was talking about him. Everyone was talking about that, that freaking flying in the whole, for, for like three days of stay on ESPN. Yeah, if they don't cash in on Jorge Masvidal right now, that's uh, uh, promotional malpractice. All right, let's move on. DJ Tony to you. Uh, Jan Blokowicz, Yanni from the block, goes ahead and knocks out Luke Hockhold in the second round. Uh, what you got here, DJ Tony? Because I was very pleased with this as well. I got to be honest. This was definitely not a yawner. Really? Oh, wow. okay. oh wow. man! All right. You know what? Uh, a quick spotlight, a uh, quick rather uh, up-down report. Up to Jan Blakovic. Boy, Luke Rockhold. Maybe it is time to retire mm-hmm. because, uh, boy, he didn't look good again. No, I mean he's drinking out of straw for six weeks. So, Marco, what you got? Hey. Uh, second time the uh, Rockhold break his jaw. You got to protect the money yep. maker. Ralph Lauren doesn't. Well, he didn't break it. Somebody else broke it, Marco. Let's yeah, yeah. So, Ralph Lauren doesn't want you to be your first old busted up, but Young uh, oh, Blanco is so priced the shit on me. I mean, wow. Uh, Rojo, he probably needs to freaking retire. He's been knocked out three times in a row since he lost to Bisping. Yeah. Bisping, yeah. Bisping owns his soul. He does. Uh, Pammy, what you got? Yanni Block. I don't know. I was kind of bummed out because I wanted Rockhold to, okay, you know what? You need this win. Make, make your comeback. Because I do like him. Not not because he's, you know, the you know model guy or whatever. I actually do like him. I think, you know, he's, you know, I was going to say he used to be. It was really great. He's, he's a really guy. Really, and um, I was just kind of bummed out that he lost. And I'm just wondering, too, if that staph infection that he had, I mean, if that didn't just freaking, like, just zap him and, He's just not the same, you know. Who knows? Because he had tape on his shin, and then tape over the tape that was on his shin. You know. So was that thing acting up again? You don't know. 
Um, oh, I mean, but who I, I cares? Think, yeah, maybe it is time for him to to call it quits. Him and Holly. I think both of them took an up down. Oh, good one, Pam. <laughs> um, listen, I think you guys are right. I think I think both uh, Holly and Luke Hockold have a, a careers elsewhere. I think both of them should take advantage of being uh, very good looking uh, and in shape. I, I was not surprised, as I said earlier on, uh, at the top of this segment that Yanni from the block got that win. I think that uh, when somebody's in your face talking the way that Luke Hockold was, you want to knock that fucking guy right out, and he did. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for the explicit expletives. Let's move along and close this show out, Pammy. If you've got a yep. uh, guilty pleasure of the week or if you want to give us any more information about uh, the junkie gathering or your trip to Vegas, please do it now. Uh, well, I experienced my first Because you um, met Kendra. You and Kendra. You and Kendra. Yep. Huh, huh, huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She is so freaking nice. Oh, my God. What? Right. Oh, my God. I can't even. If there was a... a Nice times 100. I love her. And I experienced my first um, earthquake. And I, oh, my God, I met Brian Ortega. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my unicorn, Brian Ortega. I didn't get to see the Diaz brothers. I mean, they were too busy fighting on the floor. But um, I missed my, oh, my annual, one. my semi-annual Nate uh, meetup. But um, all in all, we had a blast, and we're getting ready for December already. Uh, Pammy, oh, uh, TJ Tony has donated his time to you, so keep going if you want to keep going and oh, tell us a little bit more about funny. Vegas trip. So I was at, uh, well, I thought I had lost my, my wallet, and I had gone to the comedy show with Gigi and, and, and uh, Gove. And oh. so we're sitting there, and I'm texting Paul because I'm like, man, I can't find my wallet. No, 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 no. And I'm freaking out because I can't find my wallet. And all of a sudden, I start feeling like dizzy and lightheaded. And I'm moving, and I'm thinking I'm having a panic attack. And I grabbed onto George, and I said, and I thought he was kind of moving too. I said, "Are we moving?" He's like, "Yeah, man, we're moving." I said, "Well, shit, should we be in here?" He's like, "I don't know." So we sat there, and then all of a sudden, it felt like um, like those vibrating chairs, you know. And the floor yeah. just started shaking, and the chandelier started shaking, and then the, the stuff that was above us, like some kind of wall hanging stuff started like shaking around and I told him I said should we be inside I said do we need to go outside and he said well truthfully I think we might be safer inside than outside and then it stopped you know so then it stopped and we went up and then I found my wallet it was in the room and uh, so we went upstairs to the comedy show and then all of a sudden like about 30 minutes into it you start swaying again and I'm like holy shit I said are we moving again he said yeah it was the aftershock and then so in that night I went to bed and there's water dripping from my ceiling. The people above us, I guess, had gotten drunk and let the hot tub oh, roll fuck. over or float over. So I was getting the water dripped on my bed. So we had to uh, move to near the room at like 3 o'clock in the morning. So all in all, it was a good event. <laughs> it Welcome was to Vegas, ladies and gentlemen. Don't take too many edibles I know and it. leave your hot tub on. Oh, and I did. That's what the oh, lesson is from that one. I did make a, you know, I did make a stop at a place, and I need to go back in December. So you all need to plan, put in your permission slips for a field trip, because we're going. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, if we can all uh, put in a GoFundMe for me, I'd be 
well and willing to go down there to Vegas for one Have night. You ever been? I, I mean, that's no. Why would I want to go to Vegas? I want to know. You know my You're friend missing Angela, out. That was her first time, and um, she's hooked now. So we need to go. I grew Marco up. will send you pictures. I grew well, see, up now, in a nightclub. I don't care about uh, any of that shit. Well, like, start I, I, you I, know what's I, funny? I don't mean to cut you off, but let me tell you something. It's really funny because it made me think of Marco when he said he couldn't see. They had a blind convention there, so you saw these drunk blind people walking around with their sticks. Oh, so if they God. Could do that must have been hilarious. Did you get some video it was of that? funny. I mean, not to be mean or make light of, but it was kind of <laughs> funny because they had uh, what a policeman was guiding this poor guy because he was drunk. With a stick. Yeah. So, Marco, if they can do it, more power to you. Yeah, whatever. I don't need a stick yet. We'll get you a dog <laughs> or something. All right, Marco. Oh, I think Leo. Means, <laughs> I, yo, wow. I mean, the worst guide dog in the world, Leo. Right. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, Marco, I think that we've... Uh, chatted enough on this show. Why don't you go ahead and get us out of here? You got a guilty pleasure or something this week? I know uh, uh, Stranger Things was on this week, right? No, my guilty pleasure was the Contender Series last night. They got five contracts in the five that are super entertaining. If you got the chance, go to ESPN Plus and check lights out because they were really, really, really good. Follow Tony, follow me, Amaldo Marco, follow Producer Antonio, follow Panat Pandora Box, follow the show, show another MMA cast. And just like that, Pammy. Out of here. Chakra. <laughs> hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs>